You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So as we get into the third chapter of Tanit, we're talking about we're talking about, about, about crisis, basically. So by the end of the chapter, we're going to be talking about towns which are which are attacked by bandits. And whereas the first couple of chapters talk about a very not so much a crisis, but it's kind of a, a, a slow, slow increase in tension. The rain doesn't come in its proper time. And then we start fasting gently and then we increase and we increase and we increase and kind of a, kind of a slow ramp up of crisis. The third chapter talks about the fact that if the rain starts, but then it stops again, that's effectively the that's a trigger for drought. And we have to immediately, in the words that we 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 immediately start blowing the trumpets and we crank up the fasting to effectively what the Bartanura calls the he says all the stringency related to the later fasts are practiced immediately on the first ones. In other words, we go straight up to 24-hour fasting. And the Mishnah, as the third chapter continues, is going to carry on with these kind of ideas. But it's also going to bring in, or the Gemara at any rate, the com- is going to bring in the human element. It fell for plants, but not for the trees. It, this is enough water for plants, but not for trees. It fell for trees, but not for plants. For both of these. Maybe it fell both for trees and for plants. It didn't fall for to fill up the cisterns and the ditches and the caves in other words the the receptacles that we need in order to we need to fill all of the water reservoirs in order to be able to get us through the summer summer months in other words we need rain in the winter not just for the purpose of the winter but we need enough rain to get through the summer if this doesn't happen we immediately sound a blast and when the Mishnah says we sound a blast it means we not just that we sound a blast on the Shafar but we start fasting as if we would right in the middle of the winter and no rain had fallen in other words we move straight up to crisis point and I, I wanted to bring you, you remember, we remember that the Maimonides begins his analysis of the laws of Tani to the laws of fasts by saying, you know, the fast isn't a, a, a sort of a, the fasting doesn't cause the rain to fall. Fasting is a reminder for tshuva. It's the tshuva that causes the rain to fall. And now we're beginning to get these ideas come through the Gemara and the Jerusalem Talmud here says in the name of Rabbi Elazar, um, uh, Rabbi Elazar, Pamim Shagshamim Yordim Adam Echad. Sometimes rain falls because of the merit of one person. Bishkut Esef Echad. Maybe the merit of one blade of grass. Bishkut Sadeh Echad. Maybe the merit of one field. Of course, when the rain falls, it falls all over the place. But maybe the merit of just one individual or one field is enough. And they learn it out from a verse in Zechariah 
Umatar Geshem Yiten Lahem Leish Esev Basade. The rain is given to a man and grass in a field. And all these are in the singular. The verse says a man, not men. And, and the Gemara continues to a man, but not to men, to a grass, but not to grasses in the field, but not in the fields. So there's a very particular style here. And we'll see this continues as the Mishnah then starts talking about different cities. And so to a city that hasn't had rain. And the Mishnah is now going to quote a verse from Amos. I caused it to rain on one city. And on the other city, on another city, I caused it not, I, I don't, I don't make it rain. One area is going to, was rained on. And an area that was not rained on dried up. Different, different places have different outcomes. And then the Mishnah, okay, the Mishnah is in the world of Halakha. So the Mishnah is going to go on to say, That city fasts and they sound a blast. And those around it, kind of they fast in sympathy, but they don't sound a blast. And Rabbi Akiva actually says it the other way around. Rabbi Akiva says they sound a blast, but they don't fast. The halacha does not go according to Rabbi Akiva. And we have these, we we need to, we, we were puzzled by the relationship between these two places. If one of them is worthy and the other isn't, well, I mean, you know, why do, um, clearly the one that doesn't rain needs to fast, but why does the area, why do the areas around it that did get rain, why do they need to fast? And the Gemara starts to explore this. I wanted to bring you the Abarbanel actually on these verses from Amos. And the Abarbanel is clearly familiar with our Gemara because he says, the Ain Safeketsli, I've got no doubt that the town or the area and the field that will be rained on will be through the merits of its owners. In other words, people who are worthy get rain. Maybe through the tshuva of those living in it. Uh, the living in the town. Or maybe the tshuva of the, of the owner of the land. So this is the Abarbanel. And I'm not sure the... and I mean, the Jerusalem Talmud seems to back this up and rabbi sim rabbi um rabbi rabbi simon said you know just quoting our mishnah the merit of the field does it just the same idea that we that the jerusalem talmud brought on the previous mishnah and the bavli does not agree the Bavli does not agree. The Amar Rav Yehuda Amar Rav Shtehen Liklala. Both are cursed. In other words, having rain that only falls on one part of the but one part of the um, uh, of the country that is a curse. It's a curse on the whole country, and we can think of this. Um, we could think of it emotionally in a sense that. 
every you know all of Israel is involved. All of Israel is affected when rain doesn't fall. We could think of it that way. We could think of it economically, by the way. And that's one of the suggestions of the commentators is, look, if rain falls in one area, but not in the other, well, prices are going to go up. So everybody's affected in some way. So we can think of it in two ways. But I think of it more emotionally that everybody's connected. And to have rain that doesn't fall in the whole country is a curse for the whole country, not just for areas where the rain doesn't fall. And the Mishnah is then going to go on to other kinds of disasters. Vechain, exactly the same. So a city that has a plague or a collapse. This is a collapse. is a collapsed building. That city fasts and they sound a blast. And all those around it fast, but they don't sound a blast. And Rabbi Akiva is going to disagree again. Rabbi Akiva Omer Matriot Velomitanot. Rabbi Akiva says they sound a blast, but they don't fast. The halacha is not going to go according to Rabbi Akiva. And then the Mishnah closes by trying to ask, well, okay, how do we define a plague? If we're talking about a city that's got a plague, of course, we're in the world of halacha now, so we need to know, we're not in the world of emotionality, so we need to know, well, okay, what is a plague? And the Mishnah is now going to define for us a plague, and we'll close here. Ezehu dever, what is a plague? Ir ha a city that can muster 500 foot soldiers. So this must be a city of a few thousand must be a few thousand inhabitants if they can muster 500 soldiers. Three deaths occurred on three consecutive days. That's the definition of a plague. In a city of a few thousand people, we've got three deaths on three consecutive days. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. <laughs>